0: This is your Chargers linebacker, Dan Henley, and you're tuning in with Chargers Unleashed. Welcome to another edition of Chargers Unleashed. Jake Eftner and Dan Walkenstein here with you from the LA Football Network. Today's show, of course, is being brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, AG1, Aura, Mint Mobile, and Rock Solid Sports Memorabilia. If this is your first time tuning into the show, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Dan Walkenstein. Harba Watch <laughs> continues. And man oh man, since the last time that we did an update in the regards to the first couple head coaching and GM interviews, as we said last week, a lot of things have changed in seven short days because the ramp up for Jim Harbaugh has been a tremendous. The Chargers have gone through a slew of head coaching and GM candidates. We're basically going to give you an update as far as to where everything currently stands right now, Wednesday, January 17th, as <laughs> Everybody is eagerly awaiting what the Chargers are going to do next. You know, it's funny. I asked Dan Walkenside before we came on here if, if he could remember a time, whether it was for player, coach, that, the fr- that this fan base has been in this type of a frenzy, and neither one of us could remember a time, because especially last night, like, sound the alarm, <laughs> because – God forbid someone takes more than one job interview when all of a sudden it came out around eight o'clock last night that Jim Harbaugh interviewed with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh my gosh, nationally nationally the panic buttons were pressed on every single Chargers fan, essentially, that was out there. It was it
1: was like it was like the Chargers fans dog was punched by their neighbor and they were going after the neighbor.
0: Something (laughs) I mean, just let's everybody just stay calm. Take a step back. Take a deep breath. Well, Let's get into all of this. Dan, before we jump in, first and foremost, how are you How are you mentally surviving with all of this?
1: You know, honestly, it's been a roller coaster. One, I apologize in advance. I have been uh, crazy sick. Honestly, I've been sick three times in the last 30 days. Ever since Christmas, I've been sick constantly. Great For reason currently, to be outside. Currently <laughs> with a sinus infection. So if I sound like I'm not breathing out of my nose, it's because I'm not. But how am I doing mentally, physically? Honestly, it's been a roller coaster. Like I said, the Chargers' GM head coaching search has gone crazy. The ramp up, the expectations, the eagerness, the stress of it all—it's all there. And I think I speak for most Chargers fans that say, "Like, we just want to see it happen, so we can start to get excited of real news versus the excitement of the possibility." Or the fear of the possible failure, to some would say. And so I think the last probably 24 to 48 hours, I've kind of had a shift in a mindset because I went crazy where I was real into it needing to happen now, 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 now. But the more I think about it, and sure, maybe this is a little bit revisionist history, but I commend the Chargers for doing this the right way. In the right way, meaning they are doing things by the book in terms of rules, regulations they have to have that are put in place before things can actually get done. By the thoroughness in which they are conducting these interviews with both GM and head coaching candidates for not just those positions, but possibly improving and boosting the staff entirely. Not just GM, but look, at, think of other positions they can bring to the team. Candidates from far and wide. We're talking college, we're talking NFL, we're talking assistant GMs, VP player personnel, scouting, you name it. The Chargers seemingly are doing this the right way. And there's a timeline for all of this. And while it hasn't happened as quickly as some would have hoped, definitely what, ha- <laughs> what has happened in the NFL so far, other than Gerard Mayo and Adam Peters? That's it. That's it. One GM's been hired and one head coach was hired. And that one head coaching hire was from somebody in house that was already put in the clause of his contract previously. So, Chargers aren't behind. Chargers aren't lagging. Chargers are doing exactly what they should be doing. And again, the Chargers often do things in the shadows behind a lot of the reports and sources and breaking news, all that kind of stuff. So, remember that. But that being said, damn, it's exciting. And yes, I have not seen this fan base collectively. And honestly, even the national narrative around the importance of this hire for the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh specifically, which it's kind of funny we i not even talking about GMs, but I think that's equally as important. The heat is on. And I think the Chargers know how important this is, which we'll get into kind of the, the lay of the land here, but yeah, a lot to uh, dissect and lots to brace for in terms of impact here in the next week or so.
0: Let's go through these as far as the latest as it relates to head coach and then I'll go through the GM list uh, as far as the interviews that have taken place just in the last week. So let's recap for everybody. Steve Wilkes, 49ers defensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, Lions offensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn, Lions defensive coordinator, Todd Bonkin, offensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens, Dan Quinn, Cowboys defensive coordinator. Uh, All of these have been obviously requested. The ones that have actually taken place and interviewed Steve Wilkes, Todd Munkin, Patrick Graham, officially interviewed the Raiders defensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, obviously gift Smith, obviously Brian Callahan. That interviewed was interview was just complete today. Leslie Frazier, the former bills defensive coordinator. That interview was complete last week. Mike McDonald was complete. uh, The uh, Ravens defensive coordinator, and of course, Jim Harbaugh yesterday. Now there are still some other interviews that are scheduled to take place. Jim Harbaugh I, Monday. And I, I they think were, Dan Quinn was scheduled for sometime this week as well. If I remember correctly, I think it was later maybe Friday. Friday. Yes. Yep. Um,
1: and so, just correction, just correction. Jim Harbaugh interviewed Monday. There were rumors that he interviewed as well on Tuesday.
0: Damn holiday screws you up. <laughs> <laughs> damn holiday <laughs> screws you up on where you are. Um, so that's the that's the head co- higher that is the head coaching interviews that the Chargers have gone through thus far. So keynote note a way to take away from that because this is where everybody is wondering about now that Jim Harbaugh is interviewed what's keeping the Chargers from moving hire home? him
1: right now
0: right i mean, I mean hell <laughs> let's let's face it right after the Michigan game was done and they won the national championship they wanted right. to hire on the spot so but Everybody, again, this has been a recent tweak for the NFL as far as the Rooney rule goes, where you have to interview two minority candidates in person. A virtual interview does not fall under that category of rule. So for Leslie Frazier, because he was not employed by an NFL team, he was allowed to meet in person with the Chargers. You have Patrick. You have Patrick Graham, who technically currently is still employed by the Las Vegas Raiders. That interview was done virtually. That does not satisfy it. So they still have to go through one more in-person interview before they can announce a hiring on anybody. And remember this timeline just from the standpoint of when in-person interviews in general can be done for for coaches that are still currently employed by NFL teams. Those in-person interviews will not be able to take place until next week. So just from a standpoint of timeline, unless the Chargers come out of nowhere with a Chris Richard interview, a David Shaw type of interview for anybody that's currently not employed by an NFL team, unless we get that announcement coming down this week, the Rooney rule has yet to be satisfied, which means that the Chargers cannot actually move forward with a hire at this point in time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean the the crazy part is, and this is breaking as of like minutes ago, according to Gavino Borquez, the betting odds for Justin, excuse me, for Jim Harbaugh becoming the Chargers' next head coach has been taken off the board. Actually, to correct that, the odds for the Chargers' next head coach have been taken off the board of
0: Bet Online. For context, now, this, this morning they opened at minus five hundred. So Which it's is, shifted to a I'm heavy a betting, favorite. I'm not a
1: betting person, so does, but minus five hundred is like eighty plus percent
0: odds. It's a it's a it's a heavy favorite. Normally, Dan, when I have seen things get taken off the board, it's either because something has happened behind the scenes that they're either adjusting the odds for, or you know, because most of the time that I've seen it is in fight bets. So if somebody right. gets injured, they take that they take that fight off the board because you can no longer bet on it because the fight's actually not going to happen. Or something has now either taken place behind the scenes to where it's just like, nope, not accepting any more wagers because it's foregone conclusion. Take from that what you will, as if as if any more fire needs to be added. God. <laughs> to <laughs> to what this fan okay. base is currently feeling right now. And, and, and let me and let me just say this because I
1: and I'll be honest. I'm generally the optimist of the two of us. And there is, there is like the Murphy's law on one shoulder of me and the eternal optimist on the other shoulder. And they are just like going at each other because, you know, you see all these percentage odds and all of the smoke and all the rumors about J- Jim Harbaugh coming to the Chargers. But just last year, we saw a 99% chance that the Chargers beat the Jaguars after 27-0 turn into that 1% reality.
0: Man, that's a weird-ass memory to bring up. <laughs>
1: well, I only I only, rem- only remember that odds because the odds of the Jaguars not making the playoffs after I think it was like week 12 was worse. So the Chargers died of the woodwork there. The <laughs> Jaguars butchered it more. But all that to say, it's hard to combat the excitement with the Murphy's Law stuff. And I think a lot of Chargers fans are kind of bracing for that 1%. And understandably so. Predicting it, miss me with that. A lot of people are doing the they're gonna butcher this, they're gonna screw this up, you know, John Spanos. Like, come on, guys, this isn't that. But I don't think I have ever seen this much smoke and rumors, speculation, and sources saying it's a dumb deal. Some people saying it could happen today, which, again, I don't know how that happens. Technically, it can't. It can't yet. It can't yet. It would be a catastrophic, epic meltdown if it doesn't go down at this point. I think that's just a fact.
0: After everything that you've heard in terms of what the mainstream media is predicting... What they feel is the best situation for for Jim, how he really feels about returning to the NFL. I mean, again, it's it's all outside of his his circle, based off of what they heard. It's you're you're basically just in a, in a certain way connecting dots. But when you really start looking between the lines, you know a lot of things make sense and lead to that. So yes, what Dan's talking about is it's like it's. It's good. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. It's getting closer, and it's a horrible comparison from a Charger standpoint to so be like, "Oh yeah, how are they going to screw this this up?" Possibly, but I get it. I get it because this fan base has had to deal with enough disappointment in and of itself. How, as far quick, as the
1: how, real like the the how can they mess this up? Right now, seemingly, the only way that it can mess up, at least in the realm of possibility, currently, is one goes back to Michigan. Vegas, which I don't see that happening now because all things are pointing to Antonio yep. Pierce. Yep. Being which the I'll get into there. that in a second. Or Atlanta, who I believe Atlanta has fulfilled the Rooney role technically. Actually, they have not. Oh, they have not. I'm sorry. They have not. But, so realistically, the, ol- the only current NFL team that could make the decision I believe is the Raiders. But does not look any, they haven't even talked according to anybody. Yeah. So, the I mean, percentage chance that, I mean, not that it matters, but like, do you think it's a realistic possibility he goes to Atlanta? Arthur Blank has all the money in the world. No quarterback, obviously, but lots of talent on that team, underutilized.
0: Look, is it smart from Atlanta's standpoint to be interviewing Jim Harbaugh? Sure. They just interviewed Bill Belichick earlier this week. They should be swinging for the fence for their next head coach and try to build that up. From a Harbaugh standpoint, again, you kind of touch on it a little bit with the Raiders there because I think after the national championship, you probably would say your highest favorites in terms of where Jim Harbaugh is going to land. It's either going to be the Chargers, the Raiders, or he's going to return to Michigan. Strangely enough, if you remember earlier yesterday before the news broke that Jim Harbaugh has interviewed with the Falcons, the Raiders had fulfilled the Rooney rule meeting with Leslie Frazier and Chris Richard. You've heard the advocation of the players coming out wanting to keep Antonio Pierce there, specifically Max Crosby. Everything seems like that's where it is headed from the standpoint of Antonio Pierce getting the full-time head coaching job. Now, if you're Jim Harbaugh, if you think back to what he's done during, during previous head coaching cycles that he has come back to kind of dip his toe in to see if he's interested, you go back a few years to Minnesota, you go back last year to Denver, it's all about leverage. If you were Jim Harbaugh, just think about it just from your standpoint in terms of taking job interviews. Leverage, finding the best deal for yourself outside of just financials. Yep. See it all. In the, in yeah,
1: the let's standpoint... Say, let's, let's say he talks to the Chargers. Chargers say, hey, we'll give you you know, five years, $15 million. He then goes to Atlanta, and Arthur Smith says, I don't care what they're saying, we'll give you five years, $17 million. I guarantee you he goes back to L.A. and Dean Spanos. Correct. So
0: it says, Hey, 17 million and one (laughs) Dan brought up, I Dan said this on during the last show that we did as it relates to the head coaching updates. If it was between Michigan and the chargers and Jim Harbaugh ultimately chose Michigan, whether it was the contract or anything like that else, you, you couldn't, you really could not blame the chargers in that circumstance if it's between the Chargers and another NFL team and you lose that battle, then you have a lot to blame the Chargers for in that circumstance. Because there is, there is nothing that they should not be throwing out here in terms of what they can provide Jim Harbaugh to be the head coach of this team. Whether it's money, whether it's control in the front office, whatever it is that you want to talk about. They should be having everything on the table. Dan, this just also came up from Gavino Borges. He, uh, he had quote tweeted his tweet about bet online. He said, They've taken down the odds on bet online, but they're still up on DraftKings Sportsbook. Jim Harbaugh is a minus 150 favorite to be the Chargers head coach. So they haven't necessarily taken it down everywhere.
1: Totally. But the thing, the, the piece that I, I keep going back to <clears throat> is there is an endless supply of egg on the Chargers front office's face if he goes to any other NFL team. If he goes back to Michigan, which, according to a lot of sources, that seems less and less likely given some of the things that we've heard, which we'll talk about here in a second. I know we're going wrong here on the Jim Harbaugh stuff, but I think that's because everybody's talking about Jim Harbaugh that's what everybody wants, and so let's kind of just stay here for a sec before we get to the GM stuff. The opportunity for Dean Spanos to shift the massive narratives that, according to sources, annoy the hell out of them, whether that's them being cheap, them being irrelevant. However true or not it is, Jim Harbaugh fixes that. Now, the part that I think a lot of Chargers fans sometimes don't realize, and I think it's important for us to talk about this, This decision isn't just about Dean Spanos wanting Jim Harbaugh to be the head coach and Jim Harbaugh wanting to be the head coach of the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh brings a certain gravitas, if you will, but also brings a culture and a system with him and like a staff organization type with him. Dean Spanos isn't just about to fork over whatever it is, a year to Jim Harbaugh. It's Jim Harbaugh, plus nutrition specialists, plus scouting department, plus personnel staff, plus analytics people. Jim Harbaugh is probably, according to all sources that we've heard, are looking to bring the Chargers, or whatever team he goes to, to the standard that he believes is necessary to win a championship. And lots has been talked about how the staff in LA for the Chargers is not that large, comparatively speaking. Bringing Jim Harbaugh would mean that elevates. So that could mean you're going to have a GM plus maybe an assistant GM. You'll have a VP of player personnel. you have an assistant VP. You'll have all of these other resources that are going to have to be paid for by Dean Spanos. And on top of that, the kicker is Dean Spanos is going to have to, most likely, have a talk with his son about roles, responsibilities, and what we are and are not doing moving forward. There's been a lot of talks about there's conflict within the leadership staff. First, it was conflict with an ownership, and I don't buy any of that because the buck stops with Dean. He's the one. Leadership staff, different story. John's a part of that. There's been rumors that there's conflict with the leadership staff of roles, responsibilities, and relinquishing control. That I buy. That's probably a conversation between Dean and John that has to get ironed out. But all of this to say, it's not just Jim Harbaugh. So remember that if things are taking a while. Remember that if you're trying to say, oh, Dean's being cheap because he doesn't want Jim Harbaugh. It's not just Jim. Like This is going to be a massive investment and probably the, vi- the biggest investment on staff he's ever had. Period. So this is a big deal, and it's not just Jim. And honestly, I think it's probably more important that it's not just Jim. Like, that's a good thing.
0: Plasky actually had written in the LA Times his piece on this, I think, two days ago, Dan, to where he'd obviously gone in to talk about how mutual the interest was between Harbaugh and the Chargers, obviously. And he ended it with, the job is Harbaugh's if he wants it. It looks like he wants it. So now what else do you have to do in order to fulfill that? That's where it falls on the front office. You have the interest already from Jim. We were told reports that Jim wouldn't even take interviews unless certain financials were already discussed pre-interview. All these tea leaves are there. You hear even things about the shift in Michigan as far as the amount of money that they were willing to pay him to come back. And it's so funny because you kind of go back again a couple years as far as Jim says, like, you know, after he interviewed with the Vikings, you know, I don't plan on coming back to the NFL. Said the same thing when he interviewed with the Broncos. Now we're fast forward. We're in 2024. He's interviewing with the Charters and the Falcons, and here we are again. And when people were talking about the language parameters that reportedly, allegedly, that Jim is asking for to have in a contract with Michigan that he cannot be fired, this was actually in this was talked about way back in November I know Mike Florio talked about this on Rich Eisen show but there is a there's a clause that was in there as far as in terms of what's called show cause penalty that essentially the NCAA could assess to Michigan if they were to bring him back given the penalties that are still pending that Michigan would have to show cause why the NCAA would not be able to touch Harbaugh in that circumstance, which would pretty much make any coach unhirable in that type of situation. But there's all this red tape that you have to kind of go through in that circumstance. So this is why it's so fascinating. This is why so many people are caught up with it. This is why this franchise is literally turned upside down in terms of their I will give it to them, their detective work, because any little piece of information that is out there, <laughs> Chargers fans are trying to connect the dots and see if it means anything. But all we can do right now is be as patient as possible, understand the process. If anything, if you're worried about Atlanta, as of right now, the Chargers are actually one step ahead of Atlanta in the hiring process because they've already satisfied the Rooney rule by one interview. They are one ahead of Atlanta. So if that gives you a little bit to stand back and take a deep breath from there's still to me nothing that is imminently going to happen unless some other news breaks here.
1: And again, if he goes to Michigan, if he stays in Michigan, which doesn't seem likely, but if he does, it's surprising to me that we haven't seen any other head coaching candidate Like, high-profile, like, Pete Carroll hasn't been talked about much. I think Mike Vrabel has been talked about for Seattle, I believe. But with the news updates, with the Philadelphia Eagles collapse and the Dallas Cowboys collapse, we don't know what's happening there. Like, there's still a lot of dominoes to fall here. And Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick, you'd probably say one or two, or probably the two biggest dominoes to fall first would be my guess. But look, um, (laughs) this is going to be a crazy next, I'm going to say, three days. Fair. That being said, let's kind of switch gears here for a second. GM candidate, which Jake, you and I both said, was equally as important as Jim Harbaugh. And if it's not Jim Harbaugh, more important than the head coaching hiring. That's still going. Yes. And today, supposedly, Ed Dodds, assistant GM of the Colts, ties to Jim Harbaugh, will be interviewing, I'm sure, as soon as we stop recording, the news will come out that he has uh, interviewed. And we been interview. yes. But whether it's Joe Hortiz, whether it's Ian Cunningham, whether it's Ed Dodds, there's a there's a few more, all ties to Jim Harbaugh. And I can see that decision happening soon.
0: So Jeff Ireland, Terrence Gray, Bill's director of player personnel, Brandon Brown, the Giants assistant GM, Ian Cunningham, Jojo Wooden, obviously, uh, Ed Dodds, who's taking place today, and Joe Ortiz. Those have all been completed. Now you look at it again. The, When this GM list was at four interviews completed last week, or maybe even two or three at that point in time, all of those GMs had connections to Harbaugh. Cunningham, Brown, Ortiz, and why am I all of a sudden blanking on the fourth one, Dan? Uh, Dots, essentially, which, again, is still taking place currently as we speak. So, I mean, you can kind of connect the dots there. It's not hard to figure out. And we said on last week's show, Dan, that I felt that if there was going to, if he took any of the head coaching candidates, whoever it is that ends up being the head coach of the Chargers, Jim Harbaugh was the one that I could see being hired before the GM announcement comes down. Now, Ian Cunningham, I still believe, is firmly in the driver's seat as it relates to the best fit for the role. I think now that we have word that Ed Dodds has gotten thrown in, Some people might elevate him to the top, or at least in the top two. I still believe that Joe or uh, that Hortiz would be very much in the mix, considering his familiarity with John Harbaugh, and I'm sure that that those conversations have been shared between brother to brother. Um, But yes, in this circumstance, Dan, I don't think for any coach that is not Jim Harbaugh, that would be the GM that would be announced first. And if it is Jim Harbaugh, then I think that you would see that announcement come down as, as, the, as the first domino to fall, and then the GM one would follow.
1: If you had to choose, if it was up to you, between Ian Cunningham, Joe Ortiz, or Dodds,
0: I'd still, who would do you I, want? I still like Cunningham, honestly. I still like Cunningham, and I say that just from the standpoint of the experience that he has gotten, where he has been during his time at Baltimore, Philadelphia, learning under Polls, learning under Roseman, learning under Ozzie Newsome. Given what you've seen from him, what he's done in a GM, in the certain situations that he's been in, when he became the, when he became part of the Bear staff, he had to get them out of a tough salary cap situation, and that included making hard decisions. Hello, unfortunately, 2024, the beginning of the offseason, the Chargers have those tough decisions to make and a hard salary cap situation to get out of. He's known for making trades to acquire more picks, something that the Chargers kind of need coming up in this upcoming draft. Hortis, I would say, would definitely probably inch out as my number two above Dodds, and it's strictly just from the standpoint you talk about tenure that you built with one organization. And we always talked about like, how does someone progress through the rankings? You had talked about it last week through Cunningham, as far as his tenure in different spots and what his positions were. I mean, talk about it one organization where you had started as a scout and moved your way up, essentially has been with that organization since 1998 and have since moved themselves up to where they are now. And you see how, continuously in contention that franchise is, I wouldn't mind that at all. And once again, the Harbaugh connection. So it's tough when you talk to me about two or three. I honestly believe any one of the three would be able to come in and make magic with Jim Harbaugh. But if it's me personally, Cunningham has always been my number two behind Adam Peters. And I truly believe just given the situations of what he has had to deal with in other franchise and His experience with it, I think that he would be the best fit.
1: The only thing that I question about Ortiz, and I don't know if this is fair, but we talked about like experience that we'd like to see. He hasn't been an assistant GM, at least via by title. Now, by proxy, maybe he's been in Baltimore for a hell of a long time. But a lot of the other guys have at least been assistant GMs. I think he's director or VP of player personnel. Like, he's like the draft savant, right? Like, that's bread and butter. General manager job is a lot more just that. And so I think that's probably why I might go Dodds above him. I still wish the Chargers would interview Weidel for the Steelers. I don't know why his name hasn't come up. Maybe there's
0: something that I don't know, but that's surprising to me. Maybe he's wanting to stay. Remember, remember the interview that he took last year during that cycle, and he talked about how happy he was. And in so many words, he actually came out to say, like, they pay me a lot of money, which yep. was one of his yep. quotes. So he may not be taking interviews, period, because everybody knows that he's going to stay.
1: But in terms of I think what's important here is which one is the right fit and which one will work best with Jim Harbaugh. And only Jim Harbaugh and those candidates know that. And so I think that's probably what some of the conversation was with the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh on Monday was what the staff could look like, who he'd like to see Ed Dobbs again, supposed to interview today. Should be finding something out about that soon. It's looking awfully, awfully certain. I don't want to say certain. It's looking likely that it's going to be who is the perfect pairing for Jim Harbaugh. And we all could be sitting here holding the bag. And how apropos would that be? But I just don't... Has there been anything that has come out? And I, I even asked this. Like, on... On X. I got a bunch of people replying and retweeting and talking to people that are from Michigan and all kinds of stuff. Even Michigan folks are saying it's the Chargers. I'm asking, where is the, the momentum to any other team? And it's just not there. The only momentum the team has is speculation that he has ties to Vegas and that he interviewed with Atlanta. That's it. So, We all have to hold on tight. And again, the Rooney rule exists for a reason. And maybe some of these candidates that we are interviewing for head coaching positions can, again, become part of our staff, our being the Chargers staff, whether it's a coordinator, or it could be offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, passing game coordinator, running game coordinator, defensive coordinator, Like, there's a whole bunch of positions that could be out there. And most likely scenario is this staff is going to be more robust this year, again, if it's Jim Harbaugh, and what we've seen in a long time. So these interviews are important, even if it's not for the actual head coaching job. If they land in somewhere else in the organization, it's just as important. So until we hear that the Chargers have officially interviewed another candidate of minority, they can't announce Jim Harbaugh
0: in-person interview
1: correct and i think and i think technically maybe they could but i think you have to pay some hefty fine i don't know i don't think they want to go that route like you want to do this thing the right way so as of now the most likely time frame i guess would be what was it the 22nd is that the first day 21st
0: i believe it was the 22nd so it's essentially early after. next week. Anytime starting next month next Monday. Is starting, the I think. I think it's after the conclusion of the divisional round. I think that's so when no, they can start. If things do not happen between now and next Monday, expect things to really accelerate next Monday.
1: Right, and again, if we're looking at things in the past, we heard over the weekend, this past weekend, Chargers are expected to interview next week, quote unquote, with Jim Harbaugh. Next week turned into like Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it was that quick. Okay, got it. So that's what I see as next week. I'm talking Monday. Like, it's probably going to go down then. Uh, anything else? I know we kind of talked all things Jim Harbaugh for a while. We talked about the latest head coaching candidates to interview, GM candidates to interview. It's Jim
0: Harbaugh and nothing else right now, Dan. That is <laughs> that is the fascination, fixation, obsession with this franchise right now, and rightfully so. Rightfully so, as it should be. Um, it's gonna be wild. Like I said, I cannot remember a time where a franchise was this in tuned. I can't imagine how much everybody refreshes their Twitter pages on a daily to try to find out stuff or go down the rabbit hole to figure out where they can find as far as where Jim Harbaugh may be like maybe leaning to either return or go be in the NFL. It's it's wild. It's fun. It's it's borderline crazy, but it's fun. <laughs> We're, we're
1: all in more limbo than we see at weddings at this point. Like the, I think the teetering of this is what has become so fascinating to me. And it's being driven not just from the fan base, but nationally. So let's all do our prayers, nuance, put candles out, whatever it is. Uh, and hopefully by this time next week, we're talking about the new Chargers organization, staff being built out, and we can take a victory shot of something. That sounds wonderful to me. Jake, anything else? We out of here? Prayer circle's up. Let's get out of here. <laughs> awesome. For Jake after Dan Wolkenstein, Chargers Unleashed. If you haven't already gotten tuned in, uh, new Blueprints episode is up from our buddy Jason. Go check his out as well. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on the next Chargers Unleashed.